Kia ora, I'm Erin Keem and you're listening to Conversations About Closets with my closest thousand friends. I started this project to get me through a gloomy Seattle winter, which was hitting me hard. The thing is, I love women. Why not showcase them? Why not call women I've never met, have our first conversation, record it and turn it into a podcast? So that's what I did. I didn't edit, I still don't. Some days I'm on fire, some days not so much, and sometimes I even forgot to ask questions about closets. But all my guests are amazing. Listen up, get to know them, you'll be glad you did. If you want to be a guest on my show, go to erinkeem.com. I'd love to meet you. Aroha for listening, here's today's episode. Lenny, good morning. Good morning, Erin. It's so nice to have you here. Lanny is a copy whiz, and that's the name of her business, C-O-P-Y-W-H-I-Z, so that's whiz as in a whiz at copy, nothing to do with Harry Potter. Lanny, <laughs> can you tell us a bit about what you do? Yes, I'd love to, thank you. Um, so I am an SEO copywriter. And I'm, I'm also a content strategist, and I help my clients tell their unique brand stories from across all their um, digital outlets, their website, their newsletters, their blogs. And also, I do some work in print media when that is required. Um, <clears throat> so... By adding SEO, I help them get found in, in online searches. And that means using keywords and introducing them into the copy in the correct way and, and just helping them to have visibility online. That is so important. And just to clarify, that search engine optimization. So it's it makes it a lot easier for people to find you when they're using a search engine. And you've got a wide range of clients. I'm looking here and you have beauty and wellness, which is I'm definitely all about wellness, being a wardrobe therapist. And you've got financial services and business to business and insurance and food and travel. The travel must be fun, even though we're not doing a lot of that right now. No, no we're not. And you, and you also work with nonprofits. But I love what it says on your website about the fact that you ask a lot of questions you ask the right questions because with clients it's really really important that uh, we do deep listening and we interview properly I'm sorry it's a loud noise came on and I, and I didn't hear your question I don't know well, how, this, is, this is what happens when you record live. I was just saying how fabulous you are because you ask the right questions <laughs> and that how important it is to interview and I'm guessing that, uh, what are some of the questions that you would ask your clients? Well, it, it, pardon me, it, it depends on what uh, stage of their business they are in. I don't know, it would be somewhat different from a, for a startup than say somebody who has an established business. But Basically, I want to know who their target audience is, what their objectives are, both in business and objectives for the website <clears throat> or the particular project. 
say if it's a blog or an e-newsletter, what are they, what action do they want? Are they looking just for lead generation? Or are they looking for somebody to purchase on their website? And so that's, that's the real uh, important part. Wow, that's really interesting that somebody might want to purchase their website. I hadn't thought about that. Uh, of course, a website is a commodity. And so the easier it is to find, the easier it is to sell. So you also collaborate right. with, yes, excuse me, I don't mean to over talk. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say you also collaborate with graphic and web designers, photographers, videographers. So you can create, you can really create a team for your clients. Yes, that's right. Um, I kind of position myself as the project manager when I'm working with a team like that. So because we need to collaborate, we all need to be on the same page, have the same objectives and um, understand the, the client's needs and motives. And something that a lot of people probably don't know about you is that you have a love of tango. Uh, yes, yes. I started dancing tango when the, oh gosh, I shouldn't say dancing. I started learning tango in the mid 2000s, maybe 2008 or nine. And um, it's a long process it's a very complicated dance, complex dance, and uh, very rewarding as you as you gain proficiency. Um, but sadly, we haven't been able to dance since the pandemic started. And it's a little hard to dance in your living room without a partner. <laughs> it's very hard, but you can practice certain uh, exercises and uh, various patterns just to keep to keep your chops so <laughs> you've got to keep your chops what do, what do you wear when you're dancing tango oh my gosh that's one of the best parts <laughs> first of all it's all about the shoes shoes the shoes the shoes <laughs> uh, there are such beautiful tango shoes um and many women wear high heels i kind of go midway. I can't, I can't do it in stilettos. Um, but the shoes are gorgeous. They're little works of art. Um, and then for um, actual social dance, which is called a milonga, a place where you go to dance, um, you get really dressed up. I mean, I have some pretty fancy clothes that I wear and they can be pants. I have some extraordinary tango pants and also dresses. I don't wear this type of dress, but many women wear with a slit all the way up to their thigh. <laughs> and, uh, but they're usually uh, you know, quite form-fitting and uh, you have to be able to take take big steps so they have to be a little wider at the bottom so it, it's um the the tango fashion is 
a big part of it. For the men too, men have beautiful tango shoes. I mean, you can't do it in ordinary shoes. You have to have um, shoes that allow you to pivot. So that means either a leather sole or a suede sole. Oh, that sounds divine. I, I'm envisioning <laughs> tangoing around the room in amazing dresses. What colors do you prefer? Um, well, black. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, I'm, are you speaking of colors for tango or in general? The, the colors of your tango, the, the what you wear when you tango, what colors okay. make you feel happiest when you're dancing? Okay. Um, red. Oh, red's a wonderful <laughs> color to dance in. Yeah, and you, it's a happy color. And you know what? It would go beautifully with your hair. Is your hair still that glorious light purple? It's more pink than purple, but it's got some highlights in it. What's well, fabulous. I'm looking at your website and there's a great shot of you with a Thank gorgeous you. kind of burgundy lipstick and some really funky earrings. Where did those earrings come from? Um, those were from, I believe, a um, probably a craft show. So they were um, offered by a jewelry maker I love supporting artisans at craft shows. Hey, uh, just to circle back to the clients you work with, you work with nonprofits like, am I pronouncing this right? Alma del Tango. Yes. And cancer support. I know that supporting cancer is, is very important to you. Yes, as a cancer survivor myself, I have been um, very interested in that whole area and um, I joined forces with a uh, nonprofit in the area where I live in Marin County, California. And what we do is raise money to uh, grant to organizations that provide services to women who are dealing with breast cancer. In other words, um, it's not a, we're not about research, we're about helping people here and now. Uh, may I have the name of that, of the foundation that you're working with? Is that the Celebrate Life Breast Cancer, Cancer Foundation? Yes, I know, it I is. Know. Mm -hmm. Would you feel comfortable talking about what kind of cancer you had and a refusal never offends? Sure, I had ovarian cancer. Wow. I wasn't allowed to I wasn't qualified, I should say, to <laughs> celebrate life fashion show, which we put on every year. You have to be a breast cancer survivor to uh, be in that event. But um, my role with them is twofold. One, I write and edit the bios for all the women who are modeling, the bios that go into the event program. But the other fun job I have with them is to help select the fashions for the women who are modeling. And I know that you are very stylish yourself. That must be enormous fun. Oh, it is. We have six stores that we work with and we take a group of models to each store and select the clothes. They try them on and it's a wonderful 
uplifting experience for them. Are we talking about Empower Me Strong? That's a different organization. And Empower Me Strong is new. It's just getting off the ground as we speak. And uh, I'm also working with them uh, to help with their event that they're having in May. And that also involves a fashion show and I'll be collaborating to uh, work with the women who are modeling to help them select their clothing. And for that show, because again of the pandemic, these women are gonna be selecting clothes from their own closets. That's great. I'm, I've always believed in clients shopping their closets uh, and there are always ways that, and, and the great thing about shopping your own closet is that you can wear clothes that truly feel like you uh, yes. and that authentically represent yourself. And you can pick clothing that makes you happy and, I, and represents what you want to represent. Exactly, exactly. Hey, just to circle back to what you do with SEO, are you able to share a couple of tips or tricks that would help people improve their SEO? I don't want you to give away any trade secrets. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not at all. What I would say is think about the terms that your customers or clients would be searching for when they are looking for your type of services. They may, those terms may be quite different from the way you describe your business. So you always have to put yourself in the, in the searcher's mindset. So that's probably one of the most important tips. So the other thing is each page on your website should be optimize for a unique keyword. In other words, you don't want every page to be optimized for the same keywords because then your chances of being found are limited. But if you have a variety of keywords, then you have more opportunities to be found by the search engines. Those are, those are great tips. I'm just mentally going through my website and thinking I really need to change some of the language. Thank you. That's much appreciated. Hey, I'm a little curious. You said people sell web, sell websites. Are you talking about they sell the business or they sell the name? No, no. I, what I meant was, I'm sorry if I misspoke. No, no I, I'm probably mis, I probably misunderstood. If, they, if they're selling products. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. E-commerce. Or even if they are, say, trying to get people to sign up for a newsletter or a program that they're uh, offering, um, you know, that um, that's the objective they're looking for. Whereas some cases, somebody might just be looking for leads or just looking to uh, get social media followers. So whatever you, whatever is the particular goal of the website has to be kept in mind when you're creating it and putting together your copy. It makes total sense. And it's been suggested some some people I've, I've interviewed with who focus on marketing like you that to grow an email list um, as an objective uh, is a very valuable one because 
uh, platforms that we may post on social media, you know, we, we have no control over, but an email list is ours forever. Yes, it's, it, e e email marketing is, is really an important part of your total marketing plan because of the very reason you just stated. <laughs> um, if there's any background noise, the Monday morning rubbish truck has come to pick us up. Oh, has come to pick us up the, oh, you guys call it trash. Okay, the, the trash truck. Um, so if that's what's any background noise, apologies for that. Thank God, uh, I'm very grateful, very grateful they're coming. So back to gathering emails, I've been told that a lead magnet can be of use. Do you have any opinions on that? Or could you, ex can you ex explain what a lead magnet is? Well, you should have something on your website where people can sign up. And <laughs> what I'm advised by um, an email marketing specialist and makes perfect sense is don't say sign up for our email because the last thing anybody wants is more email. <laughs> what you <laughs> include in that message is the benefit. Sign up for our newsletter and get important tips on what to wear in a Zoom call, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so make it, make it worth somebody's while, make it um, appealing to them to see how they'll benefit by subscribing to your newsletter. One of the things I include in that message um, is, is some kind of a messaging that says, you know, we're not gonna send you an email every week. We're not gonna flood your mailbox. You know, we're, we're gonna send you maybe once a month or whatever it is that you're planning. Um, just kind of make sure they understand that you're not gonna be bombarding them with emails. It's really valuable. I unsubscribe and I, I get, I'm a, I feel awkward about unsubscribing because I really like the people that have emailed me, but I know I can talk to them and get hold of them one on one. There are a few I keep and they're the ones with added value. They really add value to my life. And I mm -hmm. personally have an email and I think it's hilarious. So I do think you should subscribe to mine because uh, I just think it's entertaining. <laughs> I'm going to subscribe to yours if I haven't already. I'm not sure if I have. I, might have. I need to subscribe to yours. Unfortunately, I keep, forget to talk, keep forgetting to talk about clothes or Zoom ready because I'm just having so much fun writing about whatever I want to write about. But I promise from now on I will be more targeted. Hey, now that we're in a virtual world, you help people create video. Is that right? I work with videographers, so my role would be in uh, helping to develop the script. And I'm usually on the set when they're when they're shooting. Now, here again, in today's world, some videographers are shooting it over Zoom. So I don't even need to be there. <laughs> Wow, but you still write the script and I'm going to put a plug in for my Zoom ready. I do from the waist up style evaluation and image consulting. I'll make sure that you're camera ready for when uh, Lanny writes a script for an amazing video to show who you are and what you do and why people would want to do business with you. 
So yeah. maybe maybe we can collaborate together, which would be so oh, that so would be much awesome. fun. Yeah. That? that would be awesome. Actually, I I helped produce a video for the to celebrate live breast cancer uh, website. It's a couple years now, but it's about a three minute video, and um, it's made up of interviews with women who have benefited from the services that uh, Celebrate Life helps fund and uh, what we call B-roll, which is uh, footage that we shoot on location that kind of amplifies the story of the script. And it, it's, it's, uh, it came out to be a very good piece and a good fundraising piece. Wow, you do so much for the community. Uh, you're very generous with your time. Hey, to find Lenny on LinkedIn, you're on LinkedIn under, uh, so that's one way to track you down. And I'm just going to yes. spell your name. That's Lenny as an L-A-N-N-Y-U-D-E-L, but we will put you know, information and show notes. Hey, can you connect with me on LinkedIn? All I can see is a lock sign with message. So, and at the moment, I'm only a third connection. So we need to connect. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your question, Erin. That's okay. I, I, to say, I, I think my last name is spelled with two L's. I thought I only heard one, U-D-E-L-L. -L. Oh, I really appreciate that. Plus, I forget that I talk fast and I have an accent. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can find Lanny on LinkedIn, but the best way is probably to go to your website, right? Yes. And I was just I have a copy with uh, Facebook page as well. And I'd love you all to follow me there. It's just Facebook uh, slash copywiz.com. And the only thing you missed was me complaining that we're not connected on LinkedIn. <laughs> oh. Which we need to, oh, we need to fix. So we had done that. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, yes. I take it totally personally. <laughs> No. Oh my, yes, we need to do that immediately. <laughs> immediately, as soon as we hang up. Lenny, thank you so much for your time. Your tips were really useful. And yours, you've also got a blog, which has a lot of really useful information about SEO on it. Um, I know that I like the fact that I, I do think it's really important that if somebody Google, uh, excuse me, Google Bing's, whatever search engine you use, uh, your name, it's really important that you can be found. And yes. also to make sure that there's a great photo of you up there, because first impressions count. Uh, so you, you not only need to make sure people can find you, but make sure that you're giving the right impression of your business. Uh, and check out Lanny's site because she does it absolutely beautifully. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you for doing the work around with Zoom. I know we had a hiccup with Anchor and I look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you, Erin. I enjoyed it so much and I'm looking forward to more conversations with you. Oh, we're going to have so much fun together. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye.